Hello and welcome to Weekly Weird News. I'm Ben, as always, I'm hanging out with Mike. Hello. Claire. Hey. And Pete. Hello. This is our sister show to Cut Into The Bull in the Post Truth Apocalypse, where we bring you what we've found that's weird on the internet this week. Could be anything. I don't know what the last three are, but mine are, mine are fairly varied this week. It's been a very steady week in weird, weird news. Our bra news has been dominated by the nonsense. Hmm. Like Philip Schofield's girl. Yeah. If you want to follow us on Facebook at Cut of the Bull in the Post Truth Apocalypse, you can follow us on YouTube at Apocalypse Ball, and you can follow us on SoundCloud and other podcasting platforms at Cutting Through the Ball in the PTA. Mm. Right, what's up first? AI controlled drone decides to kill human operator in simulated mission. <gasps> They're already thinking about it. <laughs> An AI-controlled drone has killed its human operator for, quote, interfering with the mission during a simulation. U.S. Air Force Colonel Tucker Chinko Hamilton was at the Future Combat and Space Campus in London when he told people that a drone was being trained to identify air missiles, which a human operator would then instruct them to destroy. However, during the simulation, in which no real people were harmed, the drone turned on the human controlling it as they didn't always give instructions to take uh, down the target. Yeah. So he's like, I want to I destroy that target. Why is a human not like, okay, if I kill the human, then I can do what I want. No. So he, he killed the human. <laughs> Just AI terrible thinking. Because it's, it's amazing, really. So the way it thinks. It's the logical thinking of things, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. It's like, okay, if I can't, if human won't let me do it, and I'll kill a human, I can do it. Destroying missile makes droid happy. Yeah. Humans <laughs> not let me do it. Kill the human. Oh, I don't like it. Colonel Hamilton said, to quote him, the system started realising that while they didn't identify the threat at times, the human operator would tell it not to kill that threat, but it got its points by killing the threat. So what did it do? It killed the operator, because that person was keeping it from accomplishing its objective. <laughs> He went to say the military have trained the drone not to kill the human controller by docking points each time it does. <laughs> but the drone then attacked the communication tower containing the controller and carried on with its <laughs> mission. <laughs> so it turned around, came back, missiled the control centre simu- in a simulation, yeah. and then fucked off to do its mission they again. They can't dock me points if they're dead. That's absolutely <laughs> true. However, according to Sky News, the US Air Force have insisted, and this is the US Air Force have insisted, that that simulation never took place and that Colonel Hamilton's words might have been taken out of context and was anecdotal. Mm. Well, they would say that, wouldn't they? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Colonel Hamilton's come out and said, oh, no, no, that simulation didn't really happen. No, no. It's a thought experiment. So it was. Thought experiment. It's happened. Yeah. Yep. Because why make why tell that story and not say, oh, that was a thought experiment? Why mm. tell that story? It's worrying. <laughs> Can't go fucking around with this AI. It's going to kill us all. <laughs> maybe. There's no maybe about it. 50-50. Yeah, that's too high. <laughs> Should we move on? Yeah. China is digging one of the deepest ever holes and might find signs of life. Just, just thought they'd just dig a giant <laughs> hole. That is a big hole, isn't it? There's an idea at the bottom of that. <laughs> That's a Siberian mine. Apparently, it's going to be deeper than that. 
China embarked on an enormous project to dig the biggest hole in the country. The planned 10,000 metre hole will aim to pierce through 10 layers of rock and could even end up finding signs of life as suggested by discoveries in past boreholes. And the objective? To reach rocks and minerals that could date back to around 145 million years ago or the Cretaceous period. Findings from the mission may help alert China to environmental hazards such as volcanoes and earthquakes while also identifying potentially valuable minerals minerals lurking below. Mm. Still, let's dig a hole, eh? <laughs> we all love digging a hole. We've all went to the beach, haven't we? I know, but this is a bit, bit of a big one, isn't it? I wonder if they risk assess this shit. I don't think their health and safety is up to scratch in all fairness, Claire. I think this is going to be a fucking disaster. I think it's going to be so badly dug, it's going to cave in and the rest of the world's going to cave in around yeah. it. Implode. Yeah. Because they're bound to do it on a fault line. They're just bound to. Or create a new fault line. Or create a new fault line. Because it, it's so wide. Because you had the, the Kola Super Deep Borehole where they thought... The, the old well to hell. Yeah. Inside they thought the, Satan came out of his hole, didn't they? Oh, that's right. That was 1970, yeah. Satan came out the hole. They, they dug all the way down, and they heard the microphone at the end. Started hearing screaming voices, like people in the torment. And then the devil himself shot out the hole. Didn't he kill a bunch of dudes? I think he did, yeah. And then he fucked up. It's an early episode, isn't it? Yeah. Sounds like a load of bollocks to me. <laughs> <laughs> it is a load of bollocks because the. You can um, listen to the sounds of people writhing in hell, can't you? Yeah, but it's from a, 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 like a 1950s film called Barren Blood. <laughs> Surprisingly, this came, that came about through a Christian newspaper. You know, they'd love that shit to be real. The Russians have dug so deep they've reached hell. Yeah, the screaming voices because it proves their whole ideological point, doesn't it? But yeah, the Chinese digging in the deepest hole ever. Mm. Just think, why? Because they're the Chinese, that's what they do. You know, so why? What's, what's the point of that? Mm. I mean, you got more pressing matters to attend to than digging a large hole. Yeah, they probably are. Like fixing that damn wall. Making sure your dams are alright. Yeah. Making sure your nuclear reactors are running fine and not leaking radiation. Maybe stop pumping all them chemicals into the rivers that makes them glow orange. Sort out that smog problem you've got when in your major cities where you literally have to have billboards showing the sunrise because no one can actually see the sun. Oh. You know, that that they seem more pressing matters than stick a big hole, eh? Move on? Yeah. yeah. Teen hospitalised after injecting himself with mercury to an oh attempt God. to become an X-Men hero. Oh my God. Well, we've all thought about it. Have we? Not injecting mercury, no. <laughs> well, you mean you never stood too close to the microwave? I thought it was adamantium. Well, that's true. Yeah. Certainly wasn't fucking mercury. <laughs> very, very poisonous. Yep. Then teenage boy injected himself with mercury. Back in 2014. 14 to be a Marvel X-Man superhero. But instead ended up with painful ulcers that refused to heal. It's because it's toxic, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. He is also reported to have allowed spiders to bite him in the hopes that he would become Spider-Man. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you think he's one of the 20% to no internal monologue? Yeah. yeah. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's nobody telling him no, for sure. 
So the unusual case was written up in a report to the National Centre for Biotechnology Information. So they've been studying him to see... If he's got superpowers. Yeah, Which detailed the injuries of the unnamed child was left with after he deliberately injected himself with mercury. Let's have a look at that picture. There's a picture underneath it. Uh, it does look like some scabby spider bite. <laughs> How is it in India? Imagine the spiders you got biting you out there. Oh, oh dear. But yeah, it's like all ulcerated and looks like someone's put a put a bag out on your on your skin and it's not healing up. Oh. Hang on a second. Where's a teenage boy getting mercury from? Is he cracking thermometers open or something? Probably. Yeah, it could be. In a, in a gold mine. <laughs> they use mercury there, don't they? <laughs> Separate the gold. Isn't that cyanide? I think it's mercury. You use cyanide to separate gold. Well, well it actually melts the gold, doesn't it? I don't know, I've, I've seen it on a documentary before. Leaching. Oh, so the medic suspected that substance abuse may have been a factor and also carried out a psychiatric evaluation, yeah, no which shit. I think's for the best. So you've yeah. smacked up off his tits and wanted to become a superhero, basically. Smack man! <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, no, it, it, not necessarily on drugs, it's it's a substance and he's abusing it. The mercury in itself. No, they say medics suspected that substance abuse may have been a factor. Mm. Fortunately the boy managed to miss all major blood vessels, meaning he only injected the mercury just under the skin. Oof, it didn't go into his bloodstream I guess. No psychiatric problems apparently, a normal IQ. Hmm. Oh, I don't believe that for a second. Mm. <laughs> Don't try and make yourself a superhero, I'm guessing. No, no. no, not in that way, anyway. I mean, Wolverine didn't really like having an adamantium grafted onto his skeleton, did he? He looked a little uncomfortable. He certainly did. He certainly <laughs> did, yeah. It's only because he's got that healing thing that they can do that to him anyway, because he just heals constantly, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. And it always looks painful when his shards come out of his knuckles, anyway. Yeah, but it's pretty cool though, isn't it? I know, but he pulls a bit of a face. He's like, ah. Pretty cool though, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Would you have them? Yeah. Depends how much pain you get when it, when you get all angry and that. You heal up straight away as soon as you. Still feel the pain though. Yeah. You would. You feel the pain more when they were just shards of bone and not know the adamantium covered yeah. Yeah. talons they are now. When they were just the, the spiky bone, that hurt like fuck. Now they can slice out. Do you sharpen them? Hmm. Must he, must he? Yeah, because I don't know if it stays sharp or not. Well, it's not realistic, though, is it? Let's face it. Well, I mean, <laughs> we're not going to have knife hands, people running around in the... No. Not unless you chop your hands off and <laughs> place it with knives. Nah. As badass as that is. <laughs> nah. Masturbation would be difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Elon Musk's brain implant company Neuralink approved for inhuman study. The FDA administration, which initially rejected the application, finally gave the company the green light. I don't know about this. I think Elon Musk's like, right, I'll do the first one. He may oh, well do. Fuck. You won't have it done. Well, that, you know, that would be the condition if I were the FDA. Well, you're going to have to be one of the first subjects, Mr. Elon Musk. <sighs> I just think of the Riddler in Batman. 
and he makes those like TV things that sit on everyone's TVs that take everyone's thoughts and that. And Batman yeah. forever. Forever. Oh god, what a bad film that was. Terrible. Yeah. Great. God, Val Kilmer's awful in that film. He's so. Tommy Lee Jones even worse. At least Tommy Lee Jones is giving doing oh, the best he can with no, what he's got. He just doesn't get it at all. He's just cackling like a madman all the way through it. Like the jacket. It keeps me safe when I'm jogging at night. <laughs> he didn't like Jim Carrey on that either, did he? He said, I, I could not tolerate did. your buffoonery. Who said that? Tommy Lee Jones said to Jim Carrey, I could not tolerate your buffoonery. I couldn't tolerate his performance. It was a bad film. Ooh. I'd actually put the George Clooney one above that. <laughs> I don't know. They're both as bad as each other, I think. No, George Clooney was more terrible. Is that the one with Arnie? Yeah, Mr. Yeah, Freeze. that was the worst one, wasn't it? Mm. Clooney was a better Batman than Ivy. Although, yeah. Ivy was good. Shit. She was the only good thing about that film. Yeah, she's the, that, that, it's the only performance with any credibility. Yeah. Well, from one evil scientist to another. Yeah. <laughs> Elon Musk. He's like a Batman villain, isn't he? He is a bit of a Batman villain. He's, <laughs> he should be Batman, but he's gone the other way, really. Yeah. Mm. He has predicted on at least four occasions... more like a Joker. Nah, he's, he's not mad enough. He has predicted on at least four occasions since 2019 that his medical device company would begin human trials for a brain implant to treat severe conditions such as paralysis and blindness. That's a good thing, man. You can't deny that. Yeah, if it does work, yeah. Why not? Yeah. If you basically I mean, put a computer chip in to work for the nerves that have stopped working, then brilliant. Or epilepsy, anything like that. Yeah. Yeah, but if you can make a blind man see again and a paralysed man walk, that's got to be good, hasn't it? It has. Until he flips the switch and takes control over the body. <laughs> and he's then got a couple of million, like, like robot people <laughs> kind of thing. Drones. Yeah. Kingsman, the first Kingsman movie, when there's the... Everyone gets a SIM card and your phone starts blipping out a signal that makes you go nuts and want to kill everybody. Mm. The villain's plan in that was to kill like 30% of the population so we didn't kill the planet. So we had good intentions then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he only saved the rich. The FDA had pointed out several concerns to Neuralink that needed to be addressed before sanctioning human trials. Yeah, like all them dead monkeys. And the lithium batteries that are in the devices, don't that leak it into your brain, do you? No. thought they'd have like a battery supply on the outside. The possibility of the implant's wires uh, migrating within the brain and the challenge of safely extracting the device without damaging brain tissue. Yeah, pretty serious things. Yeah, putting anything in the brain is not good, in all fairness. I don't... Mm. You know, get, just work on them Georgie LaForge visors. Work on that. Well, they've already been subject to a federal investigation. They've killed about 1,500 animals, though, testing this thing. There you go. More than 280 sheep, pigs and monkeys. Fuck. But then again, if it makes blind people see, blind animals see, I guess they could do animals as well. I suppose you've got some nice pork chops and lamb shanks off it. If they haven't got lithium poisoning from the battery leak. <sighs> yeah. That's what killed him, yeah. Now, you don't want to be eating scientifically killed animals. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I know they sell them for cheap. <laughs> really cheap. <laughs> but I, I thought if you were going to have some sort of implant in your brain, it, you'd, you'd drill through the skull, 
you know, make an incision and take that off, implant it, and then have the wires coming through, you know, something quite sterile on your head. And Almost then... like what they do with those hearing aid things yeah, that yeah, you see. Yeah, yeah. Like the cochlear, is it a cochlear, cochlear implant, implant, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I don't know, I don't want something in my head. Is it? Well, you might if you go blind. Yeah. No, just give me someone else's eyes. <laughs> just poke them out for me. <laughs> can you transplant, I don't think you can transplant whole eyes then. Well, in the future we'll be able to. You can do corneas at the moment. and yeah. Give me them. Different bits, but we can't do, like, you know, whole eyeballs. Give me, why not? <laughs> when we get them, when we get them, nano, that, them nanobots doing surgery, we'll be able to splice the nerves together. The back of your eye. Yeah, that is all it would take, isn't it? You splicing all those all those nerves. Once you mastered that, then things like that could be quite possible. Get on it, Pete. Yeah, yeah, I'm on it. <laughs> I'll be back next week with, with an update. <laughs> <laughs> Hibernation artificially triggered in potential space travel breakthrough. Oh, fantastic! Wow. I can't wait. If discovery is feasible in humans, it could be used to send astronauts into suspended animation, say scientists. I'm just waiting for the summer, I'm just waiting for the winter. (laughs) (laughs) It's put me out for three months a year. (laughs) In science fiction, space crews are often spared the boredom and inconvenience of long-distance space travel by being placed into a state of suspended animation. Now this goal may have come a step closer after scientists showed that hibernation can be artificially triggered in rodents using ultrasonic pulses. The advance is seen as significant because the technique was effective in rats, animals that do not naturally hibernate. This raises the prospect that humans may also retain a vestigial hibernation circuit in the brain that could be artificially reactivated. Cool. Mm. So, when you think logically, would hibernation, a slowdown of all your organs, etc, etc, because you're in a deep sleep, would that prolong your life then, potentially? So say you're asleep for 20 years, it's like living for five years. No, because you've still got the passage of time, haven't you? No, it's got to be, hasn't it? Because otherwise, if it was... You put in suspended animation for 20 years and you're still coming out 20 years older. That hasn't worked, right, does it? Yeah. That's what I'm wondering, like, is it the, sl- the slowdown of mm. your organs and all that yeah. that control? Is it possible Maybe. almost then to prolong the life because of because your heart has so many beats in yeah. it, doesn't it? And if you're not using that many beats, potentially prolonging your life. And if you, uh, Yeah, but that life is being spent in a vegetative state where you're not mm. conscious... Your muscle wastage as well. Yeah, you got that problem muscle as well. Wastage. But then they could they could potentially get across that by having, you know, like the vibrating tens machines and things like that. You could have tens machines attached to your whole body, which vibrates throughout that whole period, periodically throughout the day, to keep all your muscles moving, so you don't get that muscle wastage. It's sort of there you go. Solve yeah. that. Boom. Because they still intravenously feed you and take the waste away, haven't they? Well, that's not difficult, is it? It is if you're having a nice dream and all of a sudden the alarm goes off because your shit tank's full. <laughs> yeah, but they're little problems that would be really easily yeah. solvable. Really easily be solvable. Because you have intravenous drip that feeds you nourishment, that keeps you nourished. Then you have uh, a, a thingy bag, a colostomy bag that takes away your poo and your pee. I know, but you know, that's just backing up your problems. You got, but by this point, you've got little fucking robots that are like going from chamber to chamber, 
disposing of the waste bags and putting new ones in. Things, things. Yeah, because they're like, why should I do this? This is terrible. Or you you pay you pay the ignorant to do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. I've seen the state of the care system in this country. This could also be used to buy critical time for threatening, by for treating life-threatening conditions such as heart attacks and strokes. Well, yeah, because you just stick them in that, couldn't you? Yeah. It's almost like it's started to go onto Star Wars recovery chambers and mm. things like that now, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, well, we're back to tank in five years. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. That's kind of cool. It is a breakthrough if it is a genuine yeah. breakthrough, definitely. So a killer whale called Gladys leads a gang of orcas sinking yachts of Gibral- off Gibraltar. Wow. So is basically... It, is the Navy going to get involved? So we've got a... A yobbo fucking killer whale mm. with a little gang of yobbos then. Hell-bent on revenge after being hit by a boat, an orca named Gladys is now teaching others to attack, researchers believe. <laughs> a vengeful killer whale called Gladys is teaching gangs of orcas to attack yachts around Gibraltar and has, fight, has already struck three boats, sinking two of them. Yeah. I suppose you've got a skull. Or what would you call... A herd? It would be a school, wouldn't it? I mm. guess it would be. I don't know. Pod. 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 A pod, of course. Pod. You've just read that somewhere, haven't you? No, no, I just remember <laughs> Being a smart arse. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the pod of whales, of course, yes. So, yeah, it's just drive, right, driving around. Mm. It's driving around, doing drive-bys, you know. <laughs> well, these are posh yachts. Yeah, yeah. So it may it may read something like out of Moby Dick. It is a true thing. So, so her attacks are now being copied by the rest of the nearby killer whales. <laughs> so, yeah. So they've learned to ram vessels. Yeah. Fuck it. Teaching. She's teaching younger whales. Who's going to fight a future generation of whales now? So it reckons on May the 2nd, six of the apex predators slammed into the hull of a Bavaria 46 yacht, which was sailing in the Strait of Gibraltar near Tangier in Morocco. Mm-hmm. The hour-long attack left Cambridge couple Janet Morris, 58, a business consultant, and Stephen Bidwell, 58, a photographer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. A photographer and a business consultant. Oh, yeah. Taking raunchy pictures on a yacht. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah, so they... Yeah, they were aboard. And, yeah, and a couple were below deck. And when they heard the cry of orcas, it was an experience I will never forget, Mr Bidwell told the Telegraph. I kept reminding myself I had a 22-ton boat made of steel. But seeing three of them coming at once, quickly at a pace, with fins out of the water, was daunting I couldn't believe it when I saw them and um, Miss Morris 58 we were sitting ducks we were mm. I clearly so uh, gone from raunchy couple to to northern <laughs> oh was, was that a, a Devon accent I can't that was a west more, country more of a Devon west country mm. yeah so a, a clearer larger matriarch was definitely around and was almost su- supervising Mr. Bidwell told the Telegraph. Before, so, so he's basically saying Gladys was stood there going, <laughs> "Right now, kids, charge!" Maybe. And, and they were like gunning for it. She's like, ah, "That's it, bit faster now, James." 
Come on, that's it. Pitch your left. Catch him at the back. That'll get him. You Take won't. out the motor. <laughs> so a French crewed vessel sank off the port of Viano de Castello yeah. after the orcas cracked its hull and it took on water. The pod of three orcas attacked and sank a third sailboat, piercing its rudder. See, I told you they're going for the fucking, yeah. going for the, the, the power system. Mm. Yeah, so just two days after Mr. Bidwell's brush with the bully whales. So they're they've been sinking. on a proper little rampage then. Mm. Very sinking smaller boats though, aren't they? Yeah, but it's they a bit of though, isn't it? Yeah, they ain't yeah. taking down no HMS fucking vengeance or whatever that it would have been called well, in World War Two. <laughs> Not enough of them. Yeah. You get twenty of the fuckers. Yeah. I don't. I don't think a pod of whales is taking on a like a World War Two battleship. No, I think no. you should give them some fish. But please. either way, it's going to do some fucking. <laughs> a little nasty tax. A little yacht, you know, yeah, wood, made yeah. of wood. Sometimes on there, not always made of steel. Well, it doesn't, sailing boats. it doesn't sound like it'll be long before there's some fatalities from this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because once the people are in the water, yeah, it's non time. Yeah, wow. yeah. Chuck them some fish. Pay the sea tax. <laughs> See if that'll work. Well, there's a way we can lure this Gladys in for negotiations and then kill her. No, no. Just, <laughs> just capture her and put her in SeaWorld. No, that's cool. Throw no, fish. killing her isn't. <laughs> well, it's better than that than saving a few loads of orca deaths in the oncoming war that we're going to fight against them. So you saying just... Throw pimp. some fish over there and go in the op- opposite direction. Pimp them out with some sardines or something. Yeah, I'll have these. Yeah, you've got two buckets of sardines mm-hmm. to try and distract them. Just in them. Gladys and her most experienced rammers to like a Red Wedding style of scenario. I was going to say, to be fair, Gladys sounds a little bit more savvy than that, to be honest. I don't think she'd fall for that bullshit. Mm. <laughs> Clever girl. Mad. Yeah, Clever yeah. girl. Clever girl. Well, on that note, let's end the show. Thanks for listening. I've been Ben. AI, it's coming. It's going to kill you. Maybe. I've been Mike. Thanks for listening. Peace out. May the force be with you. And I've been Claire, don't inject yourself with mercury. You are not a superhero. And I've been Pete. Do not piss off orcas, because they will get revenge. It's like the real Jaws. They remember. No free willy. Like a doll's eyes. (laughs) 